Hey, Millie Goat listeners, welcome to the podcast. We are the Millie Goats of DraftKings and DFS Destiny. I am your co-host, AK, with me as always every episode, JVI, Butch P, and Tex. You can find us on Twitter at Millie Goats, on Instagram at The Millie Goats, on our website and blog, themilligoats.godaddysites.com. Remember, not advice. We are not professional gamblers. We're just a group of normal guys on a quest to win the million-dollar prize, the DraftKings Millie. We are the virtual and audio DFS sports bar for your ears. Tell a friend, tell a friend's friend. Subscribe and like our podcast anywhere you find your podcast. Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon, anywhere you can. We appreciate you listening. We love you guys. Enjoy the show. Look alive, ladies and gentlemen, sports fans around the world. This is episode 25, the quarter century. And when you're listening to this on Thursday, it is April 20th, 2023, and it is, let us be the first to wish you a national high five day. Get your minds out of the gutters, people. It's about slapping hands up in here, not slapping doobies. All right. <laughs> hey, I know, I know one person that's going to love this day, and that is Texas <laughs> sister's father-in-law. Yes. Bring in the Jays. Yes. yes. And speaking of Jays, we have a, a couple of Jays in, in this group, this podcast. We do. Four twenty day. We do. Ironically. So we'll we'll introduce without further ado. I think that's how you say that. Is JJ from J and J Sports Picks, my friend. How are you? Yeah. What's going on, guys? Happy to be here. Yes. Good to have you, JJ. Glad to have you here. Um, So how do we know, JJ? Well, the great worldwide social media. That's how we we know him. We came across him because he makes absolutely liquid magma picks, and we'll let him get into that a little more about what he does. Um, He's a handicapper, daily sports picks for free. We'll get into some of his uh, recent success. Uh, And he also offers a VIP package, right? Correct. I do. Yeah. There you go. And you can find him on uh, Twitter at J underscore J sports picks, uh, where he has most of that info in his bio. He likes, uh, you like watching sports just like we do, but you like basketball and soccer the most, correct? Yeah, for sure. I definitely have to put soccer number one, but basketball's up there. NBA right. guy or college? No, honestly, I think I started off liking NBA the most, but then. I feel like college is more heart, you know, NBA oh, yes. it feels like it's all more of a marketing scheme, but I mean, you gotta love the game. Load management. Yes. Look, don't get me started. That's, that's for later. <laughs> get me started on that. <laughs> How about that world cup final? Oh, by far the best final we'll probably see in our lifetime. Yes. Whoa. That was electric. So did you like, do you go and like, do you have a team for the, well, obviously USA, but if they're out, do you have a player? Do you, Oh, uh, Messi. Or uh, Ronaldo. In all honesty, I would say my favorite is Ronaldo, but yes. from like a skill level and like a team player, I mean, Messi's proved enough. I think mm. the go debate goes to him, but I mean, my favorite for sure is Ronaldo. I'm a Ronaldo guy too. Yeah, you mm. got what about that Zoltan guy? He's decent. I feel like I mean, when it, if it's just the go debate, it's just those two, and then I'm sure like ten years from now. Mbappe is going to be in the conversation too. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I thought I thought that World Cup game was going to be like a passing of the torch, you know, Messi to Mbappe, but he just couldn't. He couldn't do it. He couldn't finish it. <laughs> but it was good for Messi to finally get finally get his championship. Yeah, I mean, he's got every trophy now. Dude, that's incredible. That was a that was the World Cup is just phenomenal, just phenomenal. Um, so former high jumper, huh? I was, yeah, back in back when my knees were a lot better. But preach, yeah. preach, my friend. <laughs> On National High Five Day, mm-hmm. you're the high jumper, JJ. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, all this is just falling into place. Yeah, like, no puns intended, right? <laughs> so uh, give us a I'm, little. Uh, I'm a real punny go. guy. <laughs> Welcome to the penitentiary. Um, so, give us a background on uh, JJ's or J dash or J underscore J sports picks on Twitter. So, what what where'd the idea come from? What you know? What what inspired that? Yeah, man. So, so sports betting is something that I've been doing for a few years now, and I feel like I started off in the game like ten years ago, just placing stupid bets, always going with favorites, and not having any idea about any of the analysis or research behind it. Um, lost some money, learned from it, and then got back into it a couple years ago. And ever since I came back, I've been up based on like the methodology I use. So I kind of decided I wanted to share that knowledge and also wealth and help others as well. Um, as you know, on Twitter, there's like a million people who claim to be cappers and saying, oh, I have this VIP package or I give out free picks, but half of them are BS. So I kind of just wanted to be Someone who's straightforward gives out a free daily pick. If you want to follow it, go for it. If not, don't. But, I mean, obviously there's a risk behind it. But just trying to be that handicapper that's always open to helping others and also listening to everyone's requests as well. Yeah, dude. For the people, I mean, you got to put on your waiters when you go on to Twitter. (laughs) It's like ciphering through stuff. Dude, it's, you know, everybody's offering and, and doing those things. and. Glad there's people like you that are just like, yeah, let's just try to do this the right way and interact with people. And you're you're getting a pretty good following there. And you've had some uh recent success. We saw your last uh your your last what the seven and oh, the perfect week. Yeah, this past week def- so I actually took some time off uh from betting for a little bit just for you know personal reasons and work as well. But came back last week and literally the second I got back went seven and oh on a pick every single day and went up big dude that's what we're talking Whoa, about keep right it rolling there. hey dude. congrats right there jj yeah, i appreciate yes it. <laughs> not so not so I'll much be... for us last week in draft <laughs> good lord can you help us out yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean what we'll tell you and i don't know if you've listened to our show but like you know we might tell you who we're gonna play but we put in bold letters we this is not advice like you know take it at your own discretion it's free <laughs> But you can play it if you want, but probably you shouldn't because we're playing it. <laughs> Usually, who we play don't doesn't win. <laughs> we've we've had success, and we have our our methods and things we use too. Especially, you know, it's DFS and bet. They're they're similar, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But it's uh, I don't. Do you ever do you ever get into the DFS? I don't. I haven't yet. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, doing the stuff you're doing, you're probably crunching numbers all day long. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, the crazy thing is, man, it's like, for me, the way I see it is, like, every single handicapper out there, people need to realize, like, 
bets in general, it's a 50-50. Even if yep. someone's heavily favored or not, it's 50-50. Even like, like for example, let's go back to Sunday, uh, the Bucks game. Every single person was hammering Giannis over points. You know, and what happens like the first couple minutes, he gets injured, he's out for the game, and everyone's kind of screwed. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> Been yeah. there. Yeah. 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 Sounds, sounds like me picking Rory. And then oh, yep. Sounds like me picking Willie Zalatoris. Yep. Kevin Kisner. <laughs> Ryan Fox. <laughs> he wants to keep going. <laughs> the Super Bowl, whenever, uh, I don't know who scored. Tony, Tony yeah. ran out on yes. the yard. Ran out of bounds and just completely ruined everything. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, we'll get into a little bit more of that in a little bit. You can follow the Millie Goats on YouTube, Rumble. We got live shows now uh, and video shows. Uh, the Millie Goats, you can find us there. You can find us on Twitter at Millie Goats. You can find us on Instagram at The Millie Goats. Our website and blog, the blog is up, themilliegoats.godaddysites.com. Our apparel, the Millie Goats apparel, is here at Real and Eat Outfitters. Uh, one of our, our our main sponsor, they they provide our, our merchandise. And then uh, leave us a little subscribe, or, uh, subscription, a little review, some ratings about all that good stuff. And then head over to... Uh, j underscore j sports picks and give a follow there as well all right boys now if you're wondering where tex is first he had a little late night uh some practices and kids so coach, he made you want us have coach tex hey coach tex i saw the game balls in the in the trunk of the minivan they painted so he's it up ready to go a state uh he didn't he didn't uh break them in it didn't look like mm. Mm. he hasn't bought his transit yet they're discussing it. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's in the works. So, all right, here we go. National High Five Day. A couple of facts here. Here's This is what everybody wants to know, where it come from. And if you went to App State, you'll have a coach from a strength coach tell you a certain story about how he invented it. But this is in 1977, the regular season Dodgers game. Dusty Baker hit a home run that made the team the first in history to have four players hit at least 30 regular season home runs each. Glenn Burke was waiting on him at home plate. It was never televised, but apparently for you that need the uh, audio visual, they raised their hands together and slapped hands. Boom. Dusty Baker. That's probably why he still wears those gloves. He's trying to preserve his hand from the high, from the first high five ever given. And then during basketball's 1978-79 season, the, uh, Louisville switched up their regular low five. So the low five was around before that on their home court. And that was Wiley Brown and Derek Smith. Now, 2002, a bunch of college students created the National High Five Day. So they were from the University of Virginia. And the records for high fives in a minute, 290 by Kaiser Permente of San Diego in the most in 24 hours. Pete Timms in Australia, 14,607 high fives. Woo! What's the over-under on that? Two ninety doesn't seem like a lot. In a minute, yeah. He's that's like the uh, Buster Rhymes of of high fives. Yeah, it sounds painful as hell. Hey, being an App State guy though, I don't believe any of that stuff. The guy that created the high five to me is Coach Rob, and he did it at East Tennessee State when his dad was a football coach, and the players had come off the sidelines. It was about that same time area, seventy six, mm. seventy seven. Mm-hmm. He's, I gotta believe. I gotta believe my guy. Well, I mean, you can dispute it because there wasn't, you know, the Dusty Baker thing wasn't televised. So, 
I feel like he did bring in like a poster board of uh, it looked like a science fair project one day. He brought in like yeah, all those things, and I think he had a picture of him doing the high five, and he said that was the very first one. Boom, got it framed. He has picture proof. JJ, what do you think about the high fives, man? You get you give a lot of high fives. You are you fist bump guy? Uh, it's say I'm more of a fist bump, but I mean, dude, high fives in general it just sounds crazy. Like 1977. That doesn't seem like a long time ago, you know. I mean, it's been been around for a while. Do you dap up? Do you give the old clap and like wrap the hand around the thumb, bring it in for the real thing, or what? <laughs> I feel like that used to be the the high school vibe. Now it's. Grown ass old men just shaking hands every day at work. Yeah, high fives or fist bumps anymore. But (laughs) I mean, you got to dab your boys up and you're playing ball or something. Yes. Now the the big thing is now. Well, it used to be when you make a shot on the golf course and you go and run and bump backs. We we just kind of bump into each other. We don't get airborne anymore. Wow. Well, I'm afraid (laughs) you're gonna blow an ACL or something, dude. Don't put it past me. I've done it before. I love uh, the soccer celebrations. You bury a goal, and you just take off running from everybody. Yeah, slide, slide on your, across. Yeah, slide on your knees, hit them with the zoo. It's, yeah. like, it's like a race to the corner flag. <laughs> like the exact opposite of a high five. Like, get away from me, everyone. <laughs> All right, so that's high five day. So slap hands and high five day. I know it's 420, but you heard us earlier. Okay. Around the Horns co-host introduction. Here we go. A couple of quick notes. Uh, I'll kick it off. Um, Russ Wilson. Everybody see that? Yes. <laughs> Flipped a golf cart into a sand track. How, how's that even possible? Holy cow, man. He. I mean, even on the golf course, he's turning the ball over. <laughs> turning the cart. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine? the videos that are going to come out of this of him like listening to Fort minor and like rehab and be like, that was just a setback for the comeback, baby. This is Russ Wilson. Dangerous. Here's some subway sandwiches. Broncos country. Let's ride. Hey, let's, let's, let's ride in the sand trap. (laughs) Somebody said, maybe he should, somebody said, did he walk or ride? And then somebody, he said he rode. He always does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right, JJ, what do you think? You're up. Oh, what's going on right now? I mean, the biggest thing to me was the Jalen Hurts deal. I'm sure you guys saw that. Woo. I feel like that's paid in NFL overdue. history. Yeah, it was definitely long overdue. I thought it would have came a lot sooner, right after the Super Bowl. But hey, man, I think he deserved the bag. Yeah, I I just. If Tex were here, he'd do the old 13% rule. I just think it's really hard to keep continued success when you pay somebody a lot of money like that. So Now, I don't blame the players for getting it, but and the story yeah. on his agent was pretty cool. If they're willing to give it to him, give it to him. But, hey, JJ, I'm a, I'm a Bills guy, so I'm a big Josh Allen fan. I, I, to me, it's just like the way that these guys play, at some point, they're going to have to learn how to be a quarterback first and not be a football player first. And it's like, I'm not really willing to pay them that type of money until they are a quarterback first. Yeah. I, get that. I feel like the biggest thing for Jalen, though, is, you know, since he is dual threat, you know, he is going to be way more injury prone. And I hate to say it because mm-hmm. I love the dude, but I feel like at some point next year, if not the year after, you know, hopefully he I, doesn't go down like the Carson Wentz route. But I mean, 
almost every single mm. that QB has that issue. The guy's mm. a winner, though. I mean, he's won, he's won everywhere he's been. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's got that dog in him. There's there's no question on his work ethic. Coaches, I mean, Jalen Hurts puts in the work. I mean, he's very deserving um, of the money, but again, it's a it's a little too high when you when you have uh, a whole team to pay. So, yep. but it looks like he, if I'm correct, he, he's not getting a whole lot in the first couple of years. It's coming on the back end, like he's right. it's gradually going up, and he's getting like I don't know the numbers, but like 23 million and year four and then like 33 million in year five or something like that. Mm. So, so it does give him some room for the next few years, but as a Cowboys fan, Bush P, how does that make you feel? Good. <laughs> pay, pay him everything. One, give, one man show. Give him the whole salary cap. <laughs> exactly. JJ, J- J- you got a team? Uh, I'm actually an Eagles fan. Oh, there we go. Uh-oh. There it was. We'll have so, to separate these two. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to say that just in case you got biased. <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes the podcast. Thank you for having <laughs> JJ. Taking uh, me out. <laughs> I'm a Niners fan, so. Oh, sorry about the playoffs, bud. I know, man. That was to lose all four of your quarterbacks was pretty rough. <laughs> oh man, Butch P. So the uh, what we at? The Warriors right now, they're in trouble. Oh, yeah. Down 0-2. And the hot seat? Are you calling them frauds? They they better step it up. Draymond better stop stomping on people. I was going to say, Draymond did step up all over his face's chest. He stomped the yard all over the bonus. Are they like the Penguins? Are they losing losing handle of their run? Mm. No, I mean, they kind of do this. They, They were like... To me, they're like the Spurs where, um, you know, they win it every other year, every couple years, you know. Yeah. So they'll bounce back. I mean, you got the greatest shooter in the world on your team. So Two of them. Yeah. I mean, Clay Thompson as well. Uh, Jordan Poole is, is awesome. Yeah, um, he is. So, you know, it's just – I don't know. Uh, the, the Kings are just – I think they're just younger and fresh. Light the beam, dude. They're hungrier. Yeah. They got that dog. JJ, what they, do you think? Yeah, but for real, though, dude. If you, if you ask anyone right now, I feel like everyone's a Kings fan right now just because they're definitely fun to watch. And it's not like anyone's seen them in the playoffs in, what, like 30 years? Yeah, they had to <laughs> right. be up there for the longest streak. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's legit. For anyone who's a fan of underdogs, this is definitely like the best-case scenario. But, that, that will make me tune in because that'll be fun to watch them if they beat the Warriors. Sure. They're balling. I'm telling you, D A A A Ron Fox. Yeah, him and Malik Malik Monk, Monk the, teammates the, uh, of Kentucky, right? Kentucky boys. Yeah, they switched numbers. Did they? Yeah, De'Aaron Fox was zero at Kentucky, and uh, Malik Monk was five. And I think they, I think it's the opposite now. Hey, he put five on it. Hey. High five for High him, five, dude. There you go. All right, Jay. Bye. Hey, mine's just kind of build off of what what you guys are saying, but it's playoff season. Mm-hmm. I mean, NBA's in playoffs, hockey's in playoffs. It's funny too, like to me, like if you get on Twitter, you automatically know that it's playoff season because every major sports outlet, like NHL, if you follow NHL, Twitter, NBA Twitter, even Sports Center, ESPN, whatever it is, like 
it's like every tweet they do now, they're screaming at you with exclamation points and goals. They're like three pointers. And I'm like, okay, they weren't doing this last week. You know, you, you get to realize like what the hype around the playoffs. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like playoffs, man. Playoff hockey. Win or go home, you know? Rangers win, speaking of which, just absolutely mollywopped the Devils. 4-1. They're up 1-0. Let's go, baby. All right. On the show, water cooler debate. We're about to get to that. We've got the interview segment, Takeo Tuesday, How Dare You Use Other Relevant Sports News, update on the Watermaker. We won't forget you scumbags who didn't put us in the award show. All right. But first, the dad joke. You know what a shrimp's uh, least favorite song is? You're so deveined. Man, I missed the tune on that by a mile. <laughs> Holy moly. Oh, wow. You might want to drop back and punt on that one. Dude. Woo. Anyways, that was Lord. the dad joke. All right. Uh, polls update from episode 24. Right now, J Vi in the lead for who is the goat Disney villain? J Vi at 46% with uh, Darth Vader, which is going to make Tex mad. Butch in second, 33% with Scar. I'm in third with Ursula at 18. Tex is in an absolutely way off distance at 3% with Professor Radigan. Tells JJ, me. you have any input on this? Uh, in all honesty, if I had to choose the biggest Disney villain, I feel like you got to go with the OG, the oldest Disney person, probably Cruella DeVille. Mm. She tried mention. To, yep, she tried to have that dog on her. That yeah, called- she- Peter was Peter was she created was, because of her. Pretty sure the Dalmatians came out like years ago too, like the fifties. Oh yeah, she was the original one. Yep, yes. she was terrifying. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Carilla Deville, very nice. Yeah. We could say Draymond Green because he's ESPN's part of Disney, isn't it? Or is it the <laughs> other way around? Yeah, the yes, Disney owns ESPN. <laughs> You work at ESPN, you get a check from Disney. Really? Yeah. Whoa. That's crazy. Okay, so this this episode, what is the goat must-have road trip snack? Now, as customary, if if we would like, JJ, you go first, or if you're if you're a little worried, one of us will go first. Uh, I'll pass this one on to you guys first. Let me think about this. Okay. Javi, I know you. I know you're ready. You probably, and I probably know what it is. Probably know exactly what it is. Well, actually, I, I'm kind of debating between two, as yes. I typically do. Oh, because I would say Chex Mix, but Chex Mix doesn't really last long enough for me. So I'm gonna go sunflower seeds. I knew it. I knew that was on my list. Both of those were. I was like, "There's no way those are making it to me. No way." Sunflower seeds last long. <laughs> Sunflower gets seeds. me away from dipping, so don't sunflower. <laughs> you got to get to the Zen, dude. Yeah, Jay Zen Viteris. Whoops. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Oh, you heard me that one. That- <laughs> <laughs> dude, the joke was too good. I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, mine is Dots Pretzels. I'll eat those anywhere. Dots pretzels is a great road trip snack. But man, do they have a lot of calories? I'm not a fan of the Dots pretzels. You, you're, you don't know what you're talking about, sir. 
That's why I didn't get upset that time that I bought them or had them at the house. And after you left, they had mysteriously disappeared. I wasn't, I, that were my- I wasn't that upset about it. Uh, your wife was. Well, she likes them. Yeah. So there you go. All right. JJ, you ready? Yeah, man. Uh, Let's go. I think mine's super specific. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but have you heard of those like Fannie Mae s'mores? It's like a chocolate covered like graham cracker and marshmallow thing. I think you only get it at like Sam's Club and Costco, but. Whoa. No. It's legit crack. I'm not going to lie. A lot of calories, a lot of sugar, but. Hey, that's what you need on a road trip. Yeah, for sure. What are they called? It's like Fannie Mae chocolate covered s'mores. Okay, you're gonna have to send me this. We put we put the poll up, and we'll tag you in it. Is there a Freddie Mac too? Yes, <laughs> I was wondering that. <laughs> oh, man, that's, a, mor- yeah, that's a mortgage joke for anybody. That doesn't- <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. <laughs> okay. Oh. All right, which P? So, this is definitely the best. The cheese munchies. Oh, that's a good one. Because of High Five Day. Because of High Five Day. <laughs> we're, we're high, high Five. I've demolished many bags of these on multiple long road trips in my lifetime. And absolute des- delicious. There's a something like sweet in there that just really kicks it off. So, it's cheese. <laughs> but but there's like a there's a piece of it in there that's you bite into it, it's crunchy and then it's like sweet and dude are you cheese sh- oh man it's good are you sure you're not eating like graham crackers or teddy grams or something hmm? dunkaroos no. <laughs> dunkaroos oh man all right so it there could, we go it could be the the Czech mix brand oh there you yeah there you go it's one of those cheese munchy things okay. Mm. All right, so we've got sunflower seeds, dots pretzels, uh, Farrah May, Fairy, Fairy May, oh Fanny Fanny, May. Fanny, Fanny, Fanny May. May, take a load off Fanny, uh, uh, the graham cracker s'mores snacks, and then we've got the munchies ch- cheddar stuff. And just for <laughs> all the other ones listening out there, I got another one. Go ahead, salt and vinegar chips. I <laughs> love them. They love them. Oh, man. I had a few more. I had coffee. Coffee's a great road trip snack. And just a sandwich. I like having a sandwich. A nice handheld sandwich. <laughs> Who gets Is a that... ham and cheese sandwich at Quick Trip? <laughs> and a coffee. <laughs> it's a road trip, man. No, the best the home. best road trip meal is a bag of Chex Mix, a bag of peanut butter M&M's, See, told you. and uh, cherry Pepsi. Wild cherry mm. Pepsi. It's like taking you back in the time machine. What do you, what's your thoughts on that, JJ? Sure, you had me a cherry Pepsi. Uh, the mm. peanut butter one, I hate to say it, but I'm kind of allergic. So, if I had ah. it, did not what the butter? That's peanut butter, yeah. Mm. Yeah, all right. Dang, I want to go in and how good they are. Then, sorry, <laughs> is it? Can you eat? I've, I've had it once. I, I thought the taste was ass, but I also oh. had an allergic reaction. So <laughs> <I'm not laughs> Dude, dunk on him one time. <laughs> it was the allergic reaction he was tasting. <laughs> dunk on. Do you eat M and M's at all? I mean, I have the milk chocolate ones. Like you can't have 
you know, like a yellow oh, the one. peanut or the peanut. Yeah. The pe- okay. Yeah. That, those will get a little rough for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Want to make, make it to another podcast. Yeah. We don't need. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's shine a little spotlight on you, my friend. Let's ask you some questions. You ready? Okay, let's do it. Everybody quiet. Okay, this is the interview segment. Do you believe in the Millie Goats? Do you think we can win the Millen? The the Mill. Jeez, Louise, the Millie. The Millie. The Millie. Millie. <laughs> the Mill- million. <laughs> First question. I do, one hundred percent. I am a handicapper, and I'm not capping when I say that. <laughs> no cap. Okay. Hey, no cap. All right. Uh, first, first real question. What's the What's the worst? I wouldn't say loss, but like the worst like moment you've had like on a game that's like really close to the end or something and it needed like one shot or one goal or something to hit. It's funny that you brought that up because I <laughs> I, I had that yesterday, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, oh, no. I don't know if you guys saw the Philly and Brooklyn game. Disgusting game from both sides, super low scoring. Um I actually dropped a bet on Brooklyn to score over 84.5 points, which is super low. It was a live bet in the fourth quarter, too. And there was like four minutes left. And I'm like, all right, they can score like eight points or nine points. Game finishes 84 points. Oh, no. Yeah. So that was definitely one of those moments. And then, I mean, in all honesty, I feel like the worst ones are soccer because. We all know in soccer, there's always that 90th minute goal that screws someone or helps someone. So yeah. mm. every time that it's happened to me is, you know, I had money to win for a team, but then the other team ends up tying it up and gets the draw 90th minute or 90th plus additional time. Oh, that that extra time goal gets you. Yeah, and it's like BS half the time too because it would be well past the additional time mark, but, you know, the ref just wants to see a good game. So yeah. gets sold. Well, what do you think about that? This wasn't going to be my initial question, but talking about soccer and the extra time, what do you think about the World Cup and all the extra time that was added during those games? I mean, it was like eight minutes of extra time at half and at the end of the game. Usually it's like three max. Yeah, but in all honesty, I feel like half those games where that happened, it was, you know, we see players flop all the time or just fake injuries or whatever. So realistically, um, I feel like it makes sense. You know, like at the MLS and like English Premier and stuff, normal games uh, for leagues, it's always like three is the average. But that's just kind of the norm. But I feel like in the World Cup, they take it more seriously because every second does matter. And it is a higher competition, more viewers. So it kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, like you normally watch a game and you're like, there's going to be five, six minutes extra time. They're like, two minutes. And I'm like, what? How is there only two minutes? But like the World Cup, it was like seven, eight. So, yeah, it was it was nice to see a little extra. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Let the boys play. Let them play. Okay, j do you have another question? You're- uh, yeah, I do. Uh, like you said, you watch you watch all sports. Your favorites are basketball and soccer. Are those your favorite to bet on? Are you like betting you know, on, on golf because there's more players in one tournament? What, what What's your favorite to bet and analyze? Uh, for me, I think my favorite is soccer over under 2.5 goals. I honestly bet across all sports, um, but the soccer over under 2.5 goals, that's probably my favorite. Mm. Do you, I guess, I mean, I'm sure there's numbers and I'm sure you have a strategy and it's, you know, 
give you time to talk about it. I mean, I, you know, you don't have to give it anything away. It's just, you know, you're always interested to hear because, you know, we meet a lot, meet a lot of people on, on Twitter and talking back and forth with people and everybody has their own little niche. It's pretty cool. Do you have, do you have some stuff that you're like, you know, like that the you way look that you, at every, every time, like at basketball, yeah, you, you don't have to tell at, us, but is there certain stuff that you look at? Yeah. Uh, for example, I mean, I'll go into the over under 2.5 goals. So, um, the average, you know, when it comes to a soccer game, the average is usually two goals, if not three goals in a game, uh, for two very fair opponents. Um, for me, when it comes to those goals, I mean, I look at a lot of different things. I look at historical matchups. I look at, uh, you know, the starting lineups. I look at the goalkeeper. I look at the weather. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, and also, you know, like how they've been doing, whether it's a home game or a winning game, how they did like the last five, six games. So there's a lot that goes into it. But I think the biggest thing is uh, when it comes to those is weather and also, um, I guess, the timing of when it's happening too, like night games and day games, all that like makes Ooh. a big impact to me. I know a lot of people say like it's, it's 50, 50, but it is 50, 50 at the end of the day, but there's trends. Yeah. There's different trends and there's, yeah. there's also like things that affect it. Like for example, it, um, everyone thinks when it's a rainy day that it's going to be a super low scoring game. But yet last week in the MLS game, I think it was, uh, I think it was St. Louis FC. There was like a tornado warning going on. Uh, the game got delayed like three hours. It got at like 10.30 p.m. Everyone was thinking it's going to be a low-scoring game. I bet on over 2.5. Final score was like 6-1. Oh, that had to feel good. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> JJ, but, I've been preaching that to them. Weather doesn't oh, matter in the pros. Football, especially. We, we, we had that discussion with football in the playoffs, I think is when it was. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone thinks it's going to be super low scoring because you know they can't they can't pass the ball as much. They're just going to run it, but like any little thing can happen. A defender can just slip. You know, I was going to say defense can't tackle as much. You know, it's like I don't know. I think everyone focuses on the offensive side. They don't realize the other side too. So, but a lot of teams yeah. come out throwing the ball too. Like I think the Bills are playing in snow or rain, whatever, and they came out and threw it fifteen. First fifteen plays were passes. I mean, catches them off guard, right? Because. <laughs> <laughs> caught the Bills off guard because they didn't know that yeah, they were doing. caught the receivers off guard because Josh Allen's still throwing at 90 miles an hour. And 40, 50 yards down the field where Joe Burrow's just picking them apart five yards at a time all the way down the field. All right, enough with that game. <laughs> Butch B. Well, uh, for the uh, listeners that may be wondering, uh, could you just explain what a handicapper there is or does? Yeah, man, so... It can mean a lot of different things, but for me, explaining who I am as a handicapper, I'm someone who kind of looks across all sports, different games that go on each day, each week, um, different tournaments, different uh, times of the year, whether it's playoffs, regular season, uh, preseason, and kind of analyzes different trends of what's going on in each sport or each game, and kind of provide an analysis and make a decision uh, based on all my findings. And I kind of give out a pick when it comes to that. So when it comes to sports betting, um, it's not just 50-50. There are different ones. There are tie-no bets. There are money lines for both sides. There's over and unders. There's live bets. There's a lot that goes into it. So a handicapper is someone who kind of takes away all that 50-50, kind of analyzes more, and kind of goes with the best-case scenario prediction. 
Yeah. And that's what you can find the information on your Twitter Twitter page. Yeah. So your, with your VIP. Yeah. So I have two different things. So I do each day I look across all sports and I have one free pick that I give out to just all my Twitter followers. And I also have a VIP package where um, if you pay either daily, monthly, weekly, or annual pass, um, I'll give three to five of the best case scenario picks. Um, when it comes to analysis, I don't tweet it just because obviously Twitter has a limit on how many characters you can tweet. But if anyone needs an analysis or a reasoning to my pick, um, my DMs are always open and I always explain. Awesome. Absolutely. Now, now, do you do you talk with your friends and family? In you know, is there a community kind of you know where you're at where you guys discuss, or is it you know you 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 give information to? Are you the only one grinding, or you got yeah. you got a crew? No, so I have a friend group where you know we kind of collaborate on our thoughts and do analysis as well. But I'm kind of the sole owner of the Twitter, and I'm the only one that makes it public. Nice. So, let me ask you this: Do you have any rivals like the ESPN and Fox guys, like the Bear, that guy? Honestly, <laughs> no rivals, I would say. Uh, the biggest thing for me is I don't like the BS handicappers. You know, there are, there's literally thousands out there that do all these VIP packages and say, like, oh, I'm 20 and oh, yeah, and this week, record. 30 and 5 or positive all time. I honestly think that's bullshit because all of it's a lie. And the ones that do do that, they never drop a bet slip, they never show proof that they did bet on the game. They mm. just say, hey, take this pick. So yep. I try to stay away from that, and I'm trying, I try to be as transparent as possible. Um, for just an example, last week I went 7-0. No, I dropped all my slips. I dropped how much I put in, how much I won, all that. All that's public information. Yes. Yeah, so that's Give cool. it to the people. That's yeah, a ride, too. I bet after those first six, like that seventh one's playing, like you were on the edge of your seat. Yeah, so my, yeah, my last one, too, was a UFC fight, which... You know, that one, it, it could literally go either way. But, you know, we got the job done. Who did you have in the UFC fight? Uh, so it was the it was the light UFC on Saturday. It was the lightweight Max Holloway. Yes. Took a money line straight up. And, I mean, it went to decision, but he pretty much won every round. Yeah, you can't bet against Max unless he's fighting Vol- Volkanovski. Well, yeah. So do you have a favorite, like, are you looking for the best option? Like, do you like money lines over under spreads, totals, like? Uh, it, de- it depends on what sports, to be honest, though. Okay. Or, I mean, I-, I will say for basketball right now, I would do over and unders over money line because it's the playoffs, anything can happen. But there's always a trend, you know, like the playoffs is usually lower scoring than regular season. You know, they always say yeah. with championship for a reason, so. Uh, like a big one, like yesterday, the Sixers dropped what, like under ninety-eight points. When when does that happen in regular season? I, in any NBA game this year, I mean the last few years, right? <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what I mean. So like, majority of the time I do do over and unders, but I mean some sports like UFC, um, basketball, football, especially I do like money lines a lot more. It just depends on you know the odds because sometimes they can be crazy ridiculous, like minus four hundreds for a team that ends up losing, but right. Yeah. I always think over and unders are a lot safer. What, uh, your, your, your tweets that you put out, you put out, you said you put out one free one. 
that free one that you put out is that your guaranteed lock or you just kind of like randomly pick it from your other three three to five that you'll you'll give out for your vip clients yeah so for my vips it's usually three to five picks uh one of them being the free pick that i tweet um i honestly just choose one out of the three to five that i have you know i don't have like one favorite or one absolute lock in there because my whole vip package i consider to be lots even though you know they are winners some lose some win but you know it's just i just choose one i try to switch yeah. it up to like if i did basketball yesterday i try not to do like a tweet with basketball like three days in a row just to have some diversity in there yep gotta have gotta have a uh, gotta have some color in your diet yeah, that's why. Yeah, so like, our if you go to our Twitter, our pin tweet first, I know it's all across like five different sports. Yep. Now, do you have a sweet name for that? For like which one? JJ's absolute immortal lock, or something. <laughs> None of that. Just the free. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. a free pick of the day. <laughs> you want us to workshop like JJ's high pick? Yes. <laughs> yeah, always open to ideas. <laughs> um so do you and the boys like whenever the boys get together the the friend group do you bet on like who can eat the most chicken wings there's no way you can do that do you have like little games like that that's a no competition because i'd win that no matter what <laughs> chicken wings are more addicting than fanny made graham crackers so <laughs> uh, we had this water cooler debate what what sauce uh i would say mango habanero whoa yeah i'm a hey i like it's on the spicier side Sweet right, spicy. right there, and uh, in line with mine, I said uh, the sweet sriracha from Chick Fil A. That's a good one. JJ's play of the day. We'll we'll, we'll workshop on that. We'll come up with something. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll send you some ideas. AK is going to have you a shirt and a hat by the end of the show. I, I yep. would love that. <laughs> <laughs> Between the J's. That's that's pretty good. There's something there. <laughs> you put a one between it. We'll get. We'll get there. We'll get it. Okay. Do you have any any superstitions like betting? Uh, yeah, everybody. Honestly, probably kind of what I mentioned earlier. When it comes to soccer, there's always that 90th minute goal. So I do have superstitions when it comes to. I expect every game to have that 85th minute or beyond a goal will come. So if it's like zero zero or one zero. I usually go for, you know, like the, if it's 0 0, I would bet on over 0.5. Or if it's 1 1, I'd bet over 1.5 because I do believe in that. And it's going to be super positive value. I don't always do it, but I do have that superstition. Mm. Do you think with yours, do you try to, do you have to have your brain overcome your gut? That's our problem. Um, and, well, I, <laughs> I think you have to go with your gut instead of, you know, there you, you go. Because it's always going to be what you expect, and the complete opposite is going to happen. That's that's where we get caught up. We don't go with our fantasy gut. We go with our football brain or our golf brain. Right. Yep. That's why, like, like for example, basketball. Like, even if it's a twenty-point game, like the Celtics and the Hawks, like most people think, okay, Celtics are killing this. Let's just hammer sixteen hundred dollars to win a hundred bucks on money line, but. They don't realize the fact that it's playoffs and basketball is all a game of runs. So you kind of have to look at whoever's down and the plus points is always safer. And I've heard not to like, it's tough to live bet because there's a delay in the, in the, uh, in the feed. Streaming. 
Oh yeah, stream. Well, streaming. Yeah, it's yeah. all everything's going to be streaming now. So, right. But Good. I feel like I feel like when you're if you're on FanDuel or DraftKings or you bet whatever it is, it's always going to be ahead. So mm. you you can oh, yeah. score there. Yes. Uh, J Vi Butch P or Butch P. Any questions? No, that's uh, pretty good info there, JJ. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, man. J Vi, you get. What's uh, what's uh, what's what's your end goal for for the JJ betting? Is it is good that question. is it just a is just just a side hustle? You doing it just for fun? You a part of the mafia? What's uh, what's the end goal? So <laughs> everybody can look out for you. Uh, it's honestly just a side hustle, and it's just it's kind of a hobby. It's just you know, for me, I feel like when you have when you're betting on a game, it makes it a lot more exciting, even if it's a sport you completely hate. If you bet on something, you're going to be more like intrigued to watch it. So that's the biggest thing for me um, since making this Twitter. You know, the biggest thing is I love the engagements with people. I love um, kind of giving my take on why I think a pick is good and also meeting different people. Like right now, never did I think from a Twitter page that, you know, I'd be on a pod with you guys. So it's just little things <laughs> like that. <laughs> Dude, that's what you never, and that's like you never know. You just, we're big time too. <laughs> to be to be honest with you, yeah, J Five is correct, but we we feel the same way. We never <laughs> felt like we were going to be here doing interviews and yeah. you know uh, being able to just shoot the the she with with all with our buddies um, that we've been doing on our entire lives. So it's just made it really fun and the like you said the engagement with people uh and and it's just broadened since we've been doing this and you know appreciate you coming on yeah, yeah of course appreciate it guys should we do like a virtual high five or oh there you, i got <laughs> one more last i have a last question yeah then he's gotta go have you ever been to the kentucky derby i have not no that's definitely on the bucket list for sure dude you got to go to that. That's betting, and it's that's that's. Yes. JJ, quick, <laughs> quick, quick story for you because uh, I've been fortunate enough to go to the Kentucky Derby as as these other guys have been too. But so the last two years at the Kentucky Derby, I've gone and we go. It's an all day event. The t- Kentucky Derby is like the sixteenth race of the day, so you're betting on horses all day. Well, immediately when I get there, I throw a five dollar bet on the horse with the highest odds. In the past two years, that horse has won the race. So I've I've made out very well for myself. Yes. One year, Dude. one year we had a little too many mint juleps, and and my mother in law was having to pat me down to find the ticket because it got lost in all the other bets that I made that day because I didn't throw any of them away. He was out there looking like Scrooge McDuck, running around with just money falling out of his pockets. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you got to check that out. That's the, you need to go to the Kentucky Derby. That's yeah, I feel like it's, it's on the bucket list for sure. Not even for betting. I feel like just being completely dressed up, having a nice. What, what, what does Kentucky have? Is it a? It's not the mint julep. They're bourbon. It's bourbon. Yeah. yeah, it's a big well, bourbon. You need to go state. to the infield. That'll that'll give yeah. you another a whole other perspective on the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> where some, yes. where some you don't, you don't mind these. getting rid of though, because it's probably going right. to rain. Yeah, it's going to rain and it's like a frat party down there. Yeah, yeah, dude. Seems like a vibe, though. Oh yeah, oh, it's yeah. A good time. Well, we yes. appreciate you joining us. We know you got to run. Um, so we'll we'll 
get you all hooked up and uh everybody go follow jj yeah j underscore j sports picks correct on twitter that is it appreciate it guys yeah man all right have a good night cool take care boys happy Happy high five day did you do it i did it yes hey all right boys take care all right later all right dude well let's get it let's get into this maybe some potential plays for zurich yeah let's do it baby okay we got the zurich coming up here do we need to run down anything or count down anything we're good to go no let's keep going we're still good let's go baby hey the zurich here's who i'm looking at the fitzy bros you also the the woo brothers aren't playing together is that not weird are they brothers damn i don't know (laughs) I don't know that they're brothers. I did see Fitz and his brother, though, so low. It's got to be because of his brother, though, right? Yeah. His brother's kind of a... I don't know. I think this is... He just made his debut not too long ago, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. the other one... He's been playing in Canada. They're they're at 8,200. So, I mean, Fitzy's playing well. I mean, he just won. That's what I'm saying. So, do you ride that wave? I don't know. I mean, I feel like you have to at that price. Yes, eighty two hundred. I mean, and they're brothers. Which B? What do you think? Uh, I mean, I, I like the price tag for sure. That's just, I'm just, I'm worried about the brother. Which one? Like Alex. Are <laughs> you gonna say Fitzpatrick? <laughs> I was about to. <laughs> I thought you were still referring uh, to the Woo brothers. <laughs> I don't know if they're brothers or not. Yeah, I, I was trying to look that up. That's what I was doing, and then I got sidetracked. Um, anyway, I mean, you know, it's all a possibility. This is uh, just a very unique event. So, I mean, the, the best ball you have to get out ahead of the field. That's where you make your runs. And if you don't do that, you're in trouble because mm. alternate shot is tough. <laughs> I mean, you got to play where the other guy left you. <laughs> play, so, play it as it lies, dude, even if it's off the bulkhead. Exactly. So, um, and there again, those two guys at the top are just hot. Yeah, right they're, now. yeah, they are they're best friends and they run this tournament. Well, didn't they win it last year, the last two years? I mean, they've always been up there. They they won it last year. They played well. Yeah, I think every time they've played. But you know, they have to win though, in in my opinion. So I don't really it's know too much pressure a good strategy. I don't know I don't know a good strategy to this because you know, you got some guys that haven't been playing well, but all of a sudden you get to the Zurich and you know, they needed that teammate to help them out. That's you know you bring that up, and that's why I'm looking at this pair right here. At Wyndham seven, Clark and Bo Hostler. No, at seventy eight hundred. <laughs> I'm looking at them, but their price tag's too high. I think. Yeah. Like nine thousand, yeah. right? Yeah, it's ninety four hundred. Yeah. Holy moly! Yeah, yeah, I think that I wouldn't put I wouldn't pick Hostler for that I much. Put Hostler over seven grand. No offense, <laughs> Bo. Come on the show, dude. But seventy eight hundred, like Butch said. They need that partner. Zach Johnson, Steve Stricker. Dude. 
Really? Dude, look at Steve Stricker. I know it's the championship tour. They only play three rounds, but first, second, eighth, second, fifth. He has a partner. Mm. Zach Johnson's been playing well. I'll do you even one more. A little bit lower. Defoe and Van Royen down there at 7,500. I don't know enough about Van Royen. Oh, and another one. Trey Mullinax and Scott Stallings right there. 74. Mullinax can play now. Yeah. So, so Stricker and Johnson, huh? I mean, I, I'm looking at it. What Man, about Stricker's 93 points a game? Around, I mean, that's uh, dude, he's got all top 10 finishes and mm. he doesn't have to play four rounds. I mean, he's playing four rounds, but he's not doing all the shots. Mm. That's intriguing, very intriguing. And what do you like think, I said, Lord? Zach Johnson's been playing well. I mean, you know, he's not getting the top five, but he's been playing well. It's going to be wild. He's been, I mean, he's really good, I think, off the tee. Um, so that's going to help every other shot. Certainly, I think you strategize and get yourself where you're making the most tee shots if you're that uh, group pairing and leave, you know, I don't know how the course works out, but, you know, a par three for Stricker. Because I just have to imagine that he's not striping it down 325 yards, you know? Yeah. So, but he's probably going to be controlled this, and this, hit fairways. And, is this course long? You know, yeah, very long. It's like 7,500, bar 72. Woo. Yeah. Hey, talk about going with your gut. David Duvall and John Daly. Hey. No, there's 6,000. <laughs> Bro, that is going with your gut. That, especially you pick daily. That's going with your gut, his gut. That's a Fafo lineup. <laughs> Dude, that's yes, awesome that in there, is. baby. You you're playing a Cantley and Shoffley. You're 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 throwing the gut bros in there. Dude, I like uh the old uh rivalry, Harry Harris English and Tom Hoke. You know, mm. Harry Harris is a uh, Georgia Bulldog and Hoke is a TCU. Guy, so oh. they paired together. Dude, so Harris is going to run up the score on him. Yeah, his teammate. <laughs> <laughs> I was He's going to light it up. Uh, Taylor, <laughs> Taylor Moore and Neesmith would be pretty, pretty. Yeah, solid. there was there was another one I was looking at too that was. That I was saw. I was reading about Joel uh, Damon and uh, Denny McCarthy. Mm. Damon being one of the best drivers off the tee. Striping it, and McCarthy putting, one of the best putters. Joe Damon. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon. Uh, Hubbard and uh, Bram. That's a nice one there. My boy so, Ra. Is Lipsky good though? I Lipsky? I've played I've played Lipsky last like, year quite feel, a bit. Wait, I think he wait, he can do it. I think they wait. I think they had a top ten last year. He can do it. Wait, just one second. All right, Yogard and Olison. Oh, he's not. I thought Lipsky, Lipsky was on my list. He's on my be wary list. Mm, he's on the bubble. Lipsky, Lipsky, and Rye. Yeah, my boy, <laughs> my boy, Tommy Two Gloves. He went down to the 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 levee, but the levee was Rye. <laughs> but you know what else I'm thinking about doing this week? 
just because the uncertainty of this two man tournament, I don't know. I don't feel comfortable putting a lot of coin in there. I think I'm gonna do a live lineup. Oh, you about to live? Yeah. Especially after seeing them play the Masters. Yeah, you got a good feel of it. I, yeah, well, that, that I think might I be a good call. Well, of course. Hey. Dude. Live on. I can tell hit you who like, I'm not gonna play. Hit it like you live. Hard. You're not gonna play Kafka. I'm not gonna play Kevin Nana. Hey, uh, yeah. hey, hey, hey! He withdrew. With Kevin, Kevin, not available. Kevin Salt. No, I tell you who. <laughs> I, sodium. Sodium. I'll tell you who Kevin I. Sodium. I can tell you who I initially was looking at. I haven't made anything for certain yet. Uh, Bland, our Bland. He's my dark. He's my dark guy. Sixty-eight hundred. Mm-hmm. Phil. Yep. Got to. Munez. I don't know who that is. S. Munez. He's, oh, Sebastian. Oh, so Sebastian. Yeah. Yeah. Under the Colombian sea. Guy. Piera, Piera. <laughs> Who? Matt Piera or M. Piera. Oh, Mito, Pier- Mito Pereira. Mito. Uh, uh, he's Peru, on my list. Dude, me, uh, he's from Peru. Him and Joaquin. Oh, I, I thought it was. Oh, a you're Texas trying to get flag. on the meat. You're trying to get on the meat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Chile. You're trying to get on the Mito movement. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're right. It is probably Chile. <laughs> not advice. Dude, it's not Chile season. I got it. I got another guy. Months ago. P. Ulean. Hey, you lean with it? He's three for three with three top ten. Rock with it. You lean with it. And then my last one. Rock with it. You're not going <laughs> to like this one. My last one. HV3. No, absolutely not. Do it. I put him I on the list. You. I put him on the list so hard he had to leave the tour. <laughs> <laughs> that dude screwed me over so many times last year. But well, that's just what I'm looking at. Things could change. There's like three dudes like that were him. on my list. Do you not listen to anything? Yeah, but now they're like on live and they're only playing three. They don't play three rounds. Whatever. And it's yeah. a new year. Your list restarts at the beginning of the year. I'll tell you this. I'm playing a lineup with Cantlay and Shoffley. At least one. That, that might be all I do. Yeah. As one. So, because, I mean, it's just so, to me, gets confusing <laughs> of what, what I want to do here. I just but, looked through there and saw a bunch of pairs I liked. So, usually I go all in and then, like last week, Kim, I went all in on him. And that just completely derailed like two or three of my lineups. It could have been really good. So you going, going back? Feaster. You giving you giving Killer Keith another chance? No. no I got a little Keith in my pocket going jing a ling a ling. Sahith ten K. Sahith and Keith? No, wait, Sahith's not. No, Sahith and uh, I was about to say Jew, but it's Sue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's J Sue. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Killer Keys with uh, SM. Sam, Sam Burns Sam and Horschel. Sam Burns and Horschel is going to be able yeah. to look out for there, guys. Let me tell you that right now. Dude. What about Montgomery and Kitayama? I can't trust Kitayama. He's only played good one time. Yeah. And he won. It's all it takes, dude. He's good for life now. What about Hank Lebiota? No. 
Is he even playing? Yeah, of course he's playing, dude. You can Libioto a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Oh man, he's with uh Duncan. Yeah, Tyler Duncan. Hey, D- Duncan puts it out in the fairway. That's what I'm so, saying, dude. Dietrich and uh, Perez. Victor. God, dude, Hank and uh, I'd have played my boy Ben Martin, but not with Hadley. Mm. Oh, Chesson Hadley. Our guy, dude. No, he's, he's not packing birdies. He's on the list. All right, no, don't you do that. All right. Well, I think we went through everybody. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> there you have it, people. We are playing everyone. Yeah. So <laughs> just got to find that right mold. Just pick the ones we didn't list and play those. <laughs> All right. Let's uh let's get into takeos and how dare use and then other relevant sports news. Nobody say anything. Here comes the music. Takeo Tuesday and How Dare Yous are brought to you by Real and Need Outfitters. Promo code GOATS. Spend $60. Get free shipping plus an additional 10% off your order at checkout. We got hats. We got shirts. We got tank tops. We got, we're coming up with other stuff, too. Don't you worry. We're going to get into the sports. We're going to get into the reason of the season. But at REO, R-A-E-O, our passions are family, salty air, and smiles. Coastal flair and Carolina roots make our designs as original as every wave you see at the beach. Coming out with stuff every week. Real and eat outfitters. Takeo Tuesday, J-Vi. So this, this Thursday, my Takeo Thursday... I am going, I think I might be going through a little bit of a crisis. The uh, panic meter is is tilting towards the red. My weight, my official weight <laughs> is officially higher than my program listed weight from college. So if you know anything about sports or played sports, you know that the program's stats are always higher than your actual real stats. I think my program stats said I was 6'1", 175. Anybody that knows me knows that that's not true, but my my official weight that I'm walking around in my day-to-day life now is higher than that program weight, so mm. the, the panic is starting to set in. I need to get my butt in gear, start uh, getting back on it. Dude, you got the Peloton and the gym down there. What are you doing? And the dartboard. Hey, it's not. It's it's collecting dust, dude. You've reached that point where you're using it as a clothes rack. I'm just grinding dude. on other things, but not the dartboard. Yeah, dartboard is good. I mean, who anybody wants some three hundred one or cricket? Come on over. I'll do Tell the. Play, I'll do the play by play. We'll be there in a few months. That's just coming up, you know. Yeah, I gotta figure out what that is. Three months. We need to get the Millie goats on the on the on the course okay mine is mine my takeo thursday is hopefully everybody saw this picture or this video off the coast of italy where the it the italy police found what was it two tons of cocaine floating in the middle of the ocean and I think it was worth four hundred and seventy million dollars. Wow. My takeo from that was that 
there is going to be some whale or shark out there that ate some of that, and we're going to get ourselves a cocaine whale movie. And that's going to be literal blowhole. <laughs> Would that not be Jaws? You think that shark was on cocaine? I mean, it's debatable. Off the coast of Oak, off the coast of Okra, Cocaine Island, <laughs> Cape, where, Cape Cocaine. Where was it? Off what coast? It was again? up in Italy. Oh, so it's in the Mediterranean. Yeah, Capri. Been there. Talk about high five day. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Those fish are buzzing out there, probably. Well, they probably did for a few minutes, but who knows? Jumping in the boat. I always wonder what they do with that stuff. Like, oh man, it's all water. Well, I guess we gotta, guess we gotta take it in. It's no good anymore. <laughs> all right, Butch B. Uh, let's see. Take a. Didn't really get get into a take a for Thursday. So let's just go tune in to the Zurich. On Thursday. Zurich. This all weekend. Right. How dare yous. I will lead us off. My how dare you is to me. This was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. My son caught his first fish all by himself. He, he's been, he's really good at casting and reeling and doing all that stuff. He's got a little four foot open reel. Uh, um, I can't even remember the name of the rod, but a little four foot uh, reel and rod, and he'll cast that thing all day long. And he had a mirror lure on there, <clears throat> and he lost that. And then we tied another one on there called a Voodoo Mullet by Egret Bates, and he casted that thing out there and got hooked into something. I thought he lost my another one of the lures, and I grabbed it because he he got a little scared. And I tugged on it, and it started moving around. I was like, oh, my gosh, he hooked a fish. And he said, you reel it in. I said, no, 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 you reel it in. So I'm, so he reeled it in, got it on the dock, and he was as fired up as he could be. And the first thing out of his mouth was, let's go show Mama. <laughs> yeah, he said, let's tell Mama the good news. <laughs> that was awesome. He didn't, like, good. high-five or hug me or, like, celebrate with me. I've been working on him with this for, like, years. And we finally get to that moment, and he... And he I can't blame him though. He wanted to show his mom. He was really proud. That was cool. So, yeah. man, that was cool. dare, the video you sent. That was cool. How dare yeah. you, me, for getting all of my emotions? I don't. <laughs> I don't know if it's. It was like the first thing I've seen him like really accomplish something that he's been working on. So that was really cool. That was awesome. That's like what Maru said last week. You know, like one of the coolest things, like you know, seeing your guys win that battle or seeing your kids accomplish something that they've been working towards. So that, that is cool. But, but serves you right. You know, you, you were on your phone instead of enjoying the moment. <laughs> if you, if you'd have just been enjoying the moment and on your phone, you could have, you could have taken the story. However, the wind may have blown. You're right. But I just I wanted to get that so but I wanted to be able to show documented. Up. He cared more to tell his mom than you. I'm just the film crew there. Man, that was cool. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. That was all right, cool. J Bye. That was cool. My how dare you goes to the uh Warriors security 
and front office or whoever the powers that be were for kicking E40 out of the game the other night. <laughs> hey, they told him when to go. I was going to say, <laughs> as he was leaving, he would say, tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. <laughs> Did he really do that? I have no idea. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. But anyway, no. how dare you to them? How do you kick E40 out of a game? Dude, lifelong fan. I mean, he's been there. He was there before they were good. Dang, it's man. Like kicking flavor, flavor out, flavor, flavor, flavor out of a Clippers game or something. He's a Clippers fan? I mean, I would think. I don't know. I figured he'd be like an England fan because he likes big clocks. All right. <laughs> 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 All right. So. I'm going to give a how dare you to Embiid for mm. destroying my lineup last night. That one cost and going me. off and dropping 60 because when I, when I saw that, I was like, crap. There's not too many other people that are going to drop 60 tonight. Yeah. So, and that's DK points, not total points. But anyway, you know, Fox had like 53. I had him, and then Draymond got ejected. So both of those are a big how dare you to screwing me over. Well, I think it was because uh, you played MB the night before or whatever, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Still cash, And it, it was doo-doo. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. So not not that bitter, but could have been better. I saw his press conference. He sounded like a big baby after the game. He's like, he grabbed my leg first. Like, dude, what are we, five? The NBA is getting out of control, man. It's getting out of control. And he got a flagrant for that. I mean, he did, like, grab it, but it wasn't, like, extended amount of time. So, I mean, he grabbed it and then, like, let it go. And then Draymond was just excessive at stomping on him. So... I think they made the right call. Mm. The flagrant two ejection just pissed me off. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but like I said, you still cash though. So the end, you know, you could have had more, but cash and hey, cash. You, you know what? You were all over it. Was all over it. You were. Well, there you go. How dare you? Uh, shout out Tex. When you're listening to this, you know what? We'll make up his how dare you for him. The Pittsburgh Penguins, their season is over. They stink. Oh, penguins, Penguins, Penguins. And that was Tex with his how dare you complaining about the Penguins for another three weeks. Texas used- is going to win the SEC because they've already played people, Paul. Quinn, <laughs> Quinn, Quinn Powers, Heisman candidate. He's all Quinn business. Powers. He's all business. He's all he's shaved his mullet off. He's all he's he's all business, no party anymore. Quinn Bowers. Horns are down. Yeah. Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh. All right, that was Tex with his how dare you. Thanks for joining me, Tex. Yeah, appreciate right. you phoning in for that. Okay. NH or other relevant sports news. NHL playoffs, boys. They're back and they are everything you would think the NHL playoffs should be. They are, they always will be the best playoffs in pro sports. First night, opening night, you had 
two road teams win out in the Western Conference. The Kings upset the Oilers in overtime four to three, and the Wild upset the Stars three to two in double OT. And the Bruins hold steady. They beat the Panthers three to one. The Hurricanes hold steady at home and beat the Islanders two to one. And tonight, and tonight, the Rangers with the absolute molly whopping of the century, as Igor Shosturkin is right where we want him to be in playoff Vesna form. They just destroyed the Devils. Pump the brakes at game one. Nope, I will not pump the brakes. I will I will never surrender. I will never acquiesce. And the lightning. <laughs> the poor Maple Leafs, dude. They got obliterated at home seven to three. The lightning it's, it's I don't they they were plus two thousand or plus four thousand to win the cup. I can't remember. And it's like you put money on that no matter what. Because until somebody beats them, good luck. What are y'all what do you think? What are your what are your thoughts on the NHL? Like I mentioned before, like you knew it was playoff hockey because almost every tweet that came out because being a responsible adult, I went to bed early last night because my team's not in the playoffs. So waking up, checking Twitter, like it was like screaming. Like I felt like I was reading announcers telling me that they scored the goal in overtime. And it's I mean, to have two games go to overtime opening weekend, what more could you ask for? Dude, you're not McDavid. Did you see the highlight of McDavid? I did. I was about to get to that. Dude, the the um, the almost best Gosh. goal you've ever seen in your entire life. He did that same thing against the Rangers. Was it last year or the year before? But he actually scored. It it's that guy. Him and Drysital. Could you imagine if he was on the Sabers? Dude, can you imagine if he was just on a team that had anybody else other than Drysital? He is unreal, dude. When he gets the puck, it's 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 ridiculous. Dude, he went he went coast to coast. Dude, he does it all the time. Split three. It's crazy. So the the uh, the Jets are currently up two nothing in the second over the Golden Knights. Uh, the Kraken are tied with the Avalanche. That's a little bit of a something there. Uh, but the biggest story, I think, other than McDavid, was that the Wild started their uh, goalie Gustafson instead of Flurry, Mark Andre Flurry, which was a big deal. So, Butch P, what do you think on the NHL? One game at a time. You're right. It, 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 the NHL is different than any other. It's it's the, the parody in it is unbelievable. The series are always so matched, and they only get better as they go on longer. So. We'll see if Boston can hang on. I think that they're going to have a trouble with their goaltending. I don't know if that guy's... Didn't he play for the... I thought he played for the Sabres. Omar? Yes, he did. Yeah. So, people forget. Yeah, he had the most wins and the highest save percentage or whatever it was, but it's... So. Anyways, that's the NHL. Go Rangers, baby. Let's go. It's our year. Playoffs. All right. NFL. A lot of news here. We mentioned it earlier. Um, Jalen Hurts got his new deal, and then OTAs are starting. Yeah. So we're getting that. I got some news on that. that You'll see it on the doc. But So, I mean, Jalen Hurts, we already talked about that. Lamar got offered, what, $200 million guaranteed? I think it's what the Ra- Was that? The was it two? I guess he initially got three, right? 
Yeah. Now they pulled it back to two after giving OBJ. So yeah. So he got he. I don't know what they're doing, and I don't know what they're doing in Baltimore. So I just I don't. Butch, what do you think? That's a lot to offer a guy who doesn't good. Yeah, you're Not right. My team. What do I? Not my <laughs> team. You're right. I mean, good. Everybody's getting all mad about it, but you're right. It's like unless you're a Ravens fan, does it really matter? Nope. That makes Dak though the tenth highest paid player. Dude, he needs a raise, and he's no. got a contract coming She's... up, right? <laughs> yeah, this is his last year. Is it really? That's what I'm saying. Yes. How nervous oh does that make you? Oh my gosh! Huh? How nervous does that make you? It doesn't make me nervous at all, dude. If he balls out this year, you don't think they're going to make him the highest paid player? Back up the truck. No. I mean, he still has his... This is... um, They can break the contract this year. He still has his contract. But after this season, they can break, get out of it. Mm. So... Oh, you're saying he's done after this year. Yes. Oh, he's already given up, folks. Cowboys are tanking? Wow. No, 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 no. That's not what mm. I mean. He has to go deep into the playoffs. NFC championship game or better. Well, in my I, opinion, with the amount of money that they're paying them, and, you know, you're not supposed to talk about it, but still, I mean, you still have to perform out on the field of what you say you're going to do. And, you know, he didn't do it. But he, he even said, lied to us and said that the interceptions would not be an issue going forward. And, <laughs> and that was an interception six, and he didn't play, you know, the entire season. So um, he still had the lead. So, so, so I mean, you're saying, if I'm hearing you right, you're saying Cowboys are in rebuild mode. Wow. Let us interpret that for the people. No, I, th- I just think they're going to make a better business decision with the, the money. That they have because they have a lot of guys that on that team how that can how, spread the wealth like Tech says that thirteen percent rule let's you know let's get back to that and how do you expect them to, to be better with their money though if the same person's in charge? Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to answer that, Dave. <laughs> I because <laughs> I don't I don't know. How do you- let me ask what you that this. feeling is to have that amount of money to to uh, pay players. Let me ask so. you this: How do you expect them to make a deep run in the playoffs when the Niners are still in the NFC? Because y'all don't have a quarterback. We don't need a quarterback. Either. We beat you with a seventh rounder. No. The only reason we couldn't beat the Eagles because we literally didn't have a quarterback. But anyway, I mean, <laughs> yeah. long ways away. I mean. April, but the draft is coming up. So, hey. hey, yep. Oh, so you're saying Cowboys are going Richardson? Wow. So they're going to build through the draft. <laughs> oh, now we got wow. it. Whoa. You're saying trade Dak on the draft day to move up? Wow. I wouldn't be opposed to that, but I don't think anybody's going to take that. I mean, so you're saying he's not good? Yeah, the other Whoa. GMs aren't idiots. I mean, tell us what you're saying, right. dude. I'm saying he hasn't performed <laughs> just like your quarterback. You know, they, they get there and fall off. Wow, you heard it here first. 
Cowboys are in rebuild mode and going to trade Dak on. No. <laughs> you heard it here first. All right. So I wrote this down. Allen Robinson to Pittsburgh pending a physical. The only reason I wrote that down is because it's fantasy football relevant. Because <laughs> every year he gets traded somewhere else. And you're like, Allen Robinson, you remember that one year he had with the Bears? Yeah, he's uh, he's on the list still for football. <laughs> yeah, was, I mean. And he might have been the first have? person that was ever on my list. Pickett? Pickett's going to be good, dude. They got George Pickens, uh, though. Right. And Ro- and who, who's it? Is it still Deontay Johnson John- right now? Johnson, yeah. Yeah, who did he go? Where did he come from again? Because we thought that that was going to be a good pairing, and it just wasn't. Allen Robinson. Yeah, he he went from he went to the Rams, so he went from the Bears yeah. to the Rams. He always wore the long yeah. sleeves, uh, right? Exactly, and then that was a disaster out there. Yeah, with Matt Stafford getting hurt, but even when Matt Stafford was playing, it was a disaster. Him and Cooper Cup. So what you're yeah, saying, Cooper is Cup? I mean, you're you trying know. to get Allen Robinson to the Cowboys. No, dude. We got Brandon Cooks. <laughs> we picked up Brandon Cooks. You're going to get the 2008 all NFL pro team out there at wide receiver. <laughs> no, but uh, there was an interesting stat on Cooks that uh, he has the most 1,000 yards receiving seasons. Oh, Brandon Cooks? Like, yeah. Yeah, from like, yeah. Something like that. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think they're trying all they can as they should to give Dak more options. Cause I mean, we did need another wide receiver or two. Yeah. Y'all <laughs> did pick up T Y Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could have the best wide receivers out there in the world, but when Dak's throwing it to the other team, it doesn't matter. <laughs> totally agree. Yep. So the, the word on the street is the Panthers are favoring Bryce young. Is this smoke? A smoke or fire? I think I think they're going to do it. You think? Yeah, they need a quarterback. Who would you pick, Stroud or Young? Young. Really? Yeah, I think Young. Because uh, wasn't Bill O'Brien the quarterback or the offense coordinator last year at Alabama? He was. Yeah, so like he's maybe got that experience in like an NFL type. Yeah. Offense. I think Stroud, I mean, I think Butch and Tex, like, I think everybody here has talked on this before. Like, Stroud's being given the play. Like, yeah. they're, they're being called plays where he's throwing it to a wide open receiver. And I think that, like, yeah, Bryce, Young, Bryce is, Young Bryce Young is small, but, like, he's had to play in tougher games. Ohio State blows everybody out. Dude, the, the wide receivers uh, at O State were. Marvin Harrison Jr., which was amazing. And that yeah. uh, Eubanks or whatever his name was, I forget. But both of those guys were leaps and bounds over a surprising low-end Alabama wide receiver core. I don't think Alabama had the elite wide receivers as they have had in the past This, you know, with Bryce Young. I think Bryce Young threw them open more so is what I'm guess i'm getting that or stroud i mean those guys were elite i mean look what they did to georgia yeah you know and so that plays a factor in college too when you have that good of wide receivers i mean burrow did it with jefferson and chase i mean 
good lord, who's going to beat that? I know. You look back at that team, and then like you realize why they blew everybody out. But I think at the end of the day, like it, it doesn't matter who's at quarterback. I mean, you could have the greatest quarterback of all time back there, number one pick. But if you can't protect him, you're not going to win. I think the Panthers have an issue with that. Yep. They went through like four quarterbacks last year. If you can't protect the guy, it doesn't matter who's big. So. Right. So they they should hands down go to the trenches. Well, I mean, Frank Reich did that in Indianapolis when he was there, remember? He built an absolute behemoth offensive line. Yeah. So that that will be – and he – look, getting rid of the ball quickly – and on time and scheme the correct way will make the offensive line better. And yeah. the offensive line and and you know they work together, I believe, in my opinion. Yeah, so, I mean, I think too, like everybody's good in the NFL. Like, get the guys right. some confidence. Confidence does a world for you. But the issue is they have zero playmakers on offense. I well, mean, the, I mean, the, to me. Giving away everything they got for McCaffrey was is going to be the Achilles heel to this draft. They did not need the number one pick. Oh, no. They didn't need it. So, I mean, the Bears licking their chops. You know, appreciate it, guys. Yeah, but I – right. You're going to get the quarterback, but you have – I mean, who's he going to throw at? Terrace Marshall? And who who knows? I mean, that, those, quarterbacks, those quarterbacks <laughs> could have failed back – to the Panthers anyway, just for who was in uh, before them, not needing a quarterback, yeah. So to say, I just I don't. They can draft him, but I mean, I, Frank Reich's. I mean, that division's in shambles, so they could still. Yeah, I mean, they were playing with PJ Walker, so they could still make the playoffs. I think Frank Reich's a pretty yeah. good coach. He'll four and thirteen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> might be so. Could be. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean the the Saints and the Bucks, jeez, we the Falcons, golly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that all have new quarterbacks. Everybody in the division is gonna have a new quarterback. Yep, the Saints will be the favorite because of Derek Carr. Because the Buccaneers just lost Blaine Gabbert. He went to KC <laughs> <laughs> after oh, after yeah, Chad Henney also- retired. And he retired, yeah. Heck what? Yeah. A, what? What a G, dude! You're not kidding, dude. Blaine Gabbert just back up Brady. Who's Brady retires? All right, I'll go back up the next best player. So Patrick who's Mahomes. real? I mean, every, everybody wants to get. We got to get him on the show. We we that's we probably we have get to, Yeah, we we need to get him because everybody wants to say Chase Daniels the greatest backup of all time. But Blaine Gabbert's I don't know, Jim. I, not so fast, my friend. Blaine Gabbert's got it going. So that's that's a good move. So hey, make about, make you a couple of meal sitting on the bench, dude. I mean, what's better? And he's pretty. I mean, he's talented when he gets in there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so we I mean, gotta get. We gotta see if we can get him on the show. Uh, Diggs, anyway. not at the start of Bill's offseason training camp. Uh oh. Nothing. Uh oh. Nothing. Uh oh. Tell us what you really mean. Nothing. I didn't think he'd wow, be there. Dude. He's coming to the Cowboys to play with his he was, brother. <laughs> he was throwing fits on the sideline. Mm. Hey. He's passionate. <laughs> you know what I did take away from the Bills offseason? 
<clears throat> the first press conference. It's my boy J.A. As we mentioned it on our last episode, just recently broke up with his longtime girlfriend. His quote today, at this point in my life, I've never been as focused and locked in on football as I am now. Whoa. Give us the Super Bowl right now. Hey, betting favorites again. Let's see. They nope, said he broke up with his earned, girlfriend. Not, not given. They said he broke up with his girlfriend <laughs> because he told her that he wanted a ring before he gave her one. Ooh. Ultimate football guy move. Ultimate football guy. I do. I like Josh Allen. But tell us what you really feel, dude. So you're saying... I'm saying Josh Allen's fine if he's an AFC championship ring. Bet the favorite. So you're saying AFC championship's good enough to get a ring for that? Super Bowl, dude. Okay. All right. Are they going to trade him on draft day? Nah. They might move up, though. I don't know who we're going to get. I don't know if we're... I, I really have no idea. Everybody thinks we're going to get Hopkins. I don't think I don't think we're going to get Hopkins. Well, that's my next note. Hopkins told Von Miller he wants to play for Buffalo. Yeah, so did OBJ. Like I don't, I don't know that we're going to get Hopkins. We're so far in the hole on our salary cap. Hopkins is not going to come play for vet men. Not a you're saying Super Bowl, so why wouldn't you want to come play for a Super Bowl? Not for to contradict yourself. Not for veteran minimum. He's not. He's he's got more money than anybody right now. I just don't think we'll get him. I think we're gonna go. I think we're gonna go. Middle linebacker. Didn't they All just right. lose Edmonds? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then Mixon, they said they're gonna give him a pay cut or he'll be released. So. Bye. And then he's got some controversies around him anyways. All right. And then the NBA injuries derailing the playoffs. Load management. Yep. Got to have load management. Need load management. Got to not play so that we can be less conditioned and ready for the playoffs. Makes sense. When we need to turn it on 100%, we've been playing at 80%. And that always works. Anyways, that's all the other relevant sports news. I think that's it. Anything else? Good show. Thank you, JJ, for joining us. Yes, thank you, J underscore J. Sports picks on Twitter. Give him a follow. The guy's coming off a 7-0. He cut it up with us. Good guy. Has the right priorities in mind. And follow us on Twitter, at Millie Goats. Follow us on Instagram, at The Millie Goats. On YouTube, on Rumble, The Millie Goats. Website and blog. Tell a friend. Tell your family. Tell all your friends and family. We will be back Sunday. Um, well, I guess Tuesday. We'll see you next week. With, yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Don't don't make me do the math. <laughs> later. See you later. <laughs>